Hey, this is Hope. Hey, this is Grace. And you're listening to the Mountain Movers Podcast. Welcome back to Volume 3 of the Pandemic Profiles. Times are tough, and we all know it. But in such difficult times, it's important to remember that no matter what happens, the sun will rise in the morning, and we will be okay. I sat down to chat with my sisters, Hope and Grace. We talk hurdles, perspective, and what's been keeping them busy. I've learned a lot throughout the last little while, and I'm eager to learn more. Now, before we get into the intro, I want to remind you of two things. Stay home and wash your hands. Now, let's get to it. Cue that intro in three, two... This is the Mountain Movers Podcast, a platform for you, the ones with a voice to be heard, but no microphone to speak it. This is your time, your chance to become more than they believe you are, more than you believe you are. So let's do this together. How has quarantine been treating you? Uh, it's been treating me really well, actually, surprisingly. Um, like, when it started, I had had two friends come up, like, my, my really good friends, Taylor and Lauren. Um, they only come up, like, once a year. So they came, like, on that first weekend. And it was really weird, but we still kind of, uh, like, shopped around, went to the movies, um, went to restaurants, and everything was just starting to shut down. So I feel yeah. like that was, like, a good last hurrah. It was like a really nice friend weekend. And then come Monday, I was supposed to teach dance camp. That was canceled. Had two weeks of March break. And that was great. <laughs> no, I couldn't do much, <laughs> but it was normal. Um, and then for the last four weeks, I've been teaching full time online through Zoom. So like my full regular school day on Zoom, like nine to three thirty, Monday to Friday. So that's been fun <laughs> and new. Yeah, that's been a bit of a learning curve. How has that shift affected you? Yeah, like, um, I really love my job, obviously. If anyone who knows me, I, I talk about it all the time. I have like, the best job in the world. But one of the best parts of my job is the, um, the staff. Like, I'm super good friends with all the teachers at my school. We're really close. So um, it's kind of hard not seeing them on a daily basis anymore. You know, you have those, like, 30 minutes before school. You have lunch. You have 30 minutes after school to uh, connect and talk and make plans. And we are going out to yoga and to the, you know, to grab a beer and all that stuff. So it's sad that ha that had to get put on pause. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I miss that. So that transition has been super weird, um, just not having the same connection. But um, at the same time, it's been kind of normal. Like every day I see all my students, I see their faces. Um, you know, I can connect and interact with them through Zoom, even though it's weird and different. Mm -hmm. But... Like, honestly, regardless, like, besides the whole, you know, remote learning thing, it's been kind of normal. Still have to plan my classes and mark and, you know, teach things. <laughs> so it's been pretty, that's been normal, which is kind of, I think that's why the quarantine has treated me so well. Like, I do have a lot of, I have a sense of normalcy um, yeah. in my day to day. Yeah. And I think, I guess that has something to say about structure. Yeah. Right? For sure, 100%. And so are, 
Are you someone that craves that kind of structure? Yes. Like, I love structure. I love my routine. I, you know, I get up at the same time every day, do the same thing, same morning routine. Um, you know, I now I don't have my drive into school, but, you know, walk the dogs in the morning, teach my classes, and, and then, um, you know, do my thing after school. But, uh, like, I love structure. Um, but it's been kind of nice to add a few things into my routine. Like, now I walk the dogs at lunch, so, you know, to get outside. Um, if I have a prep period where I'm not swamped with marking, I do a little yoga class. So it's been it's kind of nice um, yeah. having a bit of flexibility. But, um, yeah, definitely love structure and routine. And I think that, um, yeah, I, I feel like I've said the word normalcy so many times. But I think that's mm-hmm. key is, like, finding structure and routine is how to make mm-hmm. these weird times feel normal. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've ta- I've spoken to a lot of people, obviously, um, just about the situation, and even me personally, I've realized that I need I need the structure. I crave the routine, and that's where yeah I I find I thrive the most. And since the pandemic, I've completely fallen off track in my eyes, anyways. Yeah. With I guess I guess my ambitions, but right. It's it's always fun to kind of feel like you're you're making a comeback for yourself. Yeah, it's, it, it really does, and um, I don't know about you, Jake, but um, I've taken this time, like, I started with a new coach, obviously, um, yeah. literally at the beginning of the pandemic, a new run coach, um, and she's, you know, been giving me my weekly workouts, my runs, and that's, like, a sense of structure and normalcy as well, right? Like, you know, I know that every day I wake up and I have on my schedule, okay, like, what does coach want me to do today? And, like, that's super powerful as well. It gives you some purpose. Yeah, And it's kind of nice, but then, and at the same time, like, we don't know where our running goals can be right now, because we don't know the the fate of races this spring and summer and fall, but, I mean, we can kind (laughs) of look on the positive side and, and, you know, hope that they'll still run and train anyway, so (laughs) I've been liking that. So I want to take a little segue into running for a second. Uh, we have of Chicago course. in October, and I <laughs> yes. guess I just wanted to ask you where where your head is at because everyone listening, um, ha- they haven't heard you since the first two episodes of this podcast where it, um, we did a before and after of the New York City Marathon, right? Yeah, crazy times. Doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago? A lifetime ago, seriously. It seems like a dream. It's crazy. <laughs> so how do you yeah. feel these days yeah I I feel um, motivated um, and and excited for for Chicago Um, if anyone listened to our podcast episodes about New York they'll know that personally for me I wasn't completely happy with my performance obviously I enjoyed the experience and like New York City Marathon was unlike anything I've ever done and been a part of in my whole life but um, for you know for the actual running part of it I wasn't totally thrilled with how it went so I'm kind of using that to uh, inspire me for my next training cycle so I've taken some time off running and I'm coming back to it um, and and like I said I'm just kind of feeling inspired and I want to like take it back so going to a new marathon major um, and I really plan on making like Chicago a, a better experience so so that's motivating so that kind of uh, you know that pushes my training as well. So I'm really taking it seriously, really doing my strength training, my foam rolling, bought a Theragun, <laughs> all that so stuff. Jealous. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm using it as motivation and like, it is still far off and, um, you know, there's time, but I like, this is like, I'm really taking this seriously. This is for real because Chicago is going to be better. We're getting that sub four. It's going to be, go. it's going to be good times. 
That's amazing. Well, it's really nice to hear that. Um, I'm going to take it over to COVID again, pandemic profile style. Yeah. And I guess I really want to know, since you've been having such a positive experience, I want to know if there's been any hurdles that you've had to overcome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, as with everyone, um, you know, struggling a little bit with not being able to see my family as much, obviously seeing you and Hope and our mom and of course Nana, like that's been that's been pretty hard. Just uh, all the, the rules that the province has put in place to keep us safe while I realize, of course, they're, they're for the better and to help uh, um, flatten the curve. But um, it is pretty hard not being able to go see your family and your friends when when you want to, especially when you're very close with them. So that's definitely a hurdle I've had to overcome, but just by um, reminding myself that, you know, this isn't permanent, this isn't forever. We're not gonna live in these times of global pandemic forever. Um, you know, we will be reunited once again. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's been uh, um, definitely a hurdle to overcome. Another one, this is a little bit different, but just came to mind is uh, the, the screen time. like. It's just unbelievable the amount of screen time. So obviously with our remote learning program at my school, it's a lot of time on the computer. Um, and then, you know, some groups of friends in order to connect, they want to also Zoom in the evening or FaceTime. Um, you know, yoga classes are online through the computer now. It's just, it's, it's a lot of screen time. So I have been struggling with that. So I've had to kind of like intentionally force myself to choose other activities sometimes that don't include screens. Um, but that's been another uh, weird part of this, you know, quarantine, stay home stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the amount of screens. Like, do you struggle with that at all, Jake? Do you no, for sure. Uh, actually, well, when you have an iPhone, I don't know about other devices, but they actually give you like a weekly recap oh, yeah. of, of the average oh, time man. you've spent on your phone. I don't even like to look at that. That's the worst. It's... <laughs> It's mind-blowing, like, honestly yeah, mind-blowing. I know. Yeah, it's and kind of embarrassing. It, hap it happens so fast, too, you yeah. know? Like, you, you don't really realize, but it adds up. And, like, before I, before I knew it, I was, I was at, like, over eight hours. And, <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah, I just, I, I, I was in disbelief. I'm like, this can't be, this can't be real. I know. This can't be true. But everything I do, mostly everything I do, like connecting with friends or yeah. recording a podcast or uh, checking out, like reading or watching a movie yeah. or this it's and that, and it's screens. all on there, right? Yeah, even reading, like, you know, like I, I read through an app on my iPad. Like, and we don't really have the means to go out and buy books anymore. The bookstores aren't open, the libraries aren't open. So like, again, you know, I've, I've tried to get off the screen, but by reading, <laughs> but that's also on a screen. <laughs> Exactly. It it's just brings crazy. you right back. Yeah. I love that fear for my eyesight. I just hope it's not like causing any long-term damage. No, seriously. <laughs> or, you know, back and shoulders. Have to do a lot of yoga for that. That's, yeah, been, for sure. that's been a savior. <laughs> uh, above all else, have you learned anything about yourself? Like uh, some people are taking this time to, you know, reflect on who they are or, um, taking this time to create a new identity for themselves. Is this something that you're doing or are you just taking it day by day like other people? Uh, maybe a little bit of everything you've just said. Um, definitely taking it day by day. But, um, you know, what have I learned about myself? I have learned that um, I think I do thrive in, as we mentioned earlier, I thrive with structure and routine. 
I think I've learned that I thrive in, um, I'm, I'm very introverted. So I thrive when I'm able to do things on my own, um, or with Terry, uh, with the dogs. Um, yeah, it's uh, definitely an environment that I thrive in. So that's kind of been nice. Uh, I, you know, I'm sad for my extroverted friends who, you know, thrive in a more, uh, social environment, but as an introvert, I think I, I'm doing pretty well, um, you know, kind of growing and learning in these times. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think that's, that's pretty much it. I, like I said, just been really focusing on the running, the training, the strength training, um, connecting with friends when I can and really taking this time with Terry and the dogs to, uh, you know, spend time with them and kind of be present, I guess, as best I can. Being present is super important because I think really what some is. people don't realize is you said it yourself that this isn't forever. No. Um, and so this is a time that not only have we been, I guess, given, but a time that may not happen again for a long yeah. time, hopefully, um, that this is your time to actually rest if you want to rest. Right. This is your time to pick up a new hobby because you have the time to fully engage in it if you want to. Yeah. I totally right? feel the same way, Jake. It's, you know, of course there are some downsides, of course, to a global pandemic, you know, it's the, the amount of loss that some people have to go through and grief. Of course, we can't just discount that, but um, for those of us who are safe and able to the, the ability to, to recognize this time as, you know, a, a time to, to, be still in a sense and take this yeah. time to slow down and, and, you know, exactly do the things that maybe you couldn't do when your schedule was jam packed. Yeah. And, and I think it's good to look at that as a positive if you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Staying positive, but also keeping an open mind because I personally am not being directly, I mean, I am being directly affected by the pandemic. I think everyone is, but I haven't experienced loss and there have been yes. a lot of those. And I guess that that really is the worst of the worst of this pandemic. For sure. And I, I'm very lucky to not have been affected that way. And obviously I'm very privileged, but um, it's still a struggle Agreed. and it's still an uphill battle and everybody is dealing with it differently. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. So... I think it's about time. So guys, Grace requested that she <laughs> that she does a mountain minute. So I'm going to hit her with that right now because when she was last on uh, the Mountain Movers podcast, the mountain minute wasn't even a thing yet. So, I'm so excited. Your guests do such a good job with this. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it, honestly, like you should see it, their eyes. Like I'm, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus here, but they all seem so chill when they do it, but you can see the like fear and panic in their eyes. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's, that would be me. I know you can't see me, but I'm sure you can imagine me. I'm gonna pause <laughs> a bit. Okay. Hopefully. Are you ready? So, okay. Okay. I'm ready. This, 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 this is the Mountain Minute. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Favorite movie? Crossroads. Favorite food? Um, fish tacos. Go to breakfast. Oatmeal and coffee every single day. Favorite song? Uh, All Too Well, Taylor Swift. Favorite gym song? 
Lose Yourself, obviously, Eminem. What is your guilty pleasure song? Defying Gravity. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Favorite day of the week? Uh, Saturday. Least favorite day of the week? Tuesday. Favorite color? Pink. What time do you usually go to bed? Uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> what time do you usually wake up? 6 a.m. Favorite time to train? Um, lately, I've been liking evening, like 4 o'clock. If you could make any animal your pet, what animal would you choose? Um, uh, uh, kangaroo. I don't know if why. You could change... Oh, my God. I did not expect that. <laughs> if you know. could change the stigma around one thing in the world, what would it be? Um, that uh, experience equals good teacher. You can be a good teacher if, no matter what. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? <laughs> All I can think of is Lauren Fleshman, and I don't know why. She's so <laughs> awesome, but I don't know. <laughs> Sweet or salty? <laughs> Sweet. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Rain or shine? Shine. Day or night? Day. Favorite number? 12. Where do you want to travel? Uh, New York, again, someday. <laughs> Fill in the blank. This podcast is? The highlight of my Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> so that, that right there is a mountain minute. That right there Ooh. is a pandemic profile. Thank you, Grace. Thanks, Jake. That was so much fun. Thanks a, thanks a lot, Jake. And keep spreading the positivity. For sure. You too. I'll talk Love to you later. It. Bye. Hope, how has the quarantine experience been treating you? Um, it depends on the day, honestly. It, um, some days I feel really lucky, and then some days they're harder. But, like, I feel like that's, like, everyone. Yeah. Um, the good days, I, uh, I'm really lucky enough to still have a job. Um, so I used to work at Starbucks and I had a job at a daycare, but they both closed because of quarantine. Um, but I got a job at my mom's long-term care home as a screener. So you just, um, you wear like a gown and a mask and gloves and goggles and you screen people in. So you take their temperature, you give them a mask. Uh, you make sure that they answer the questions um, in the in their book and like initial and then you initial and then you're like, hey, have a good day. Um, so it's really still good because I still have like interactions with people. Like some people are like stuck at home for the past like month. Like I feel like that would suck. Absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. Uh, what else do you do at this job? Um, clean. We clean a lot. Make sure that everything is uh, sanitized so that, like, high-touch surfaces. So, like, like door handles, keypads, buttons, elevator buttons, like, countertops. Just making sure that, like, the germs don't spread. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes we, like, talk to the residents. Some of them, like, come down. That's my favorite part. To, like, say, hey. I love it. They're so cute. They're so cute. Um, like, that... The, like those moments like make my day they like come down and say hi and they're like thank you so much for like helping us like stay safe and I'm like you're welcome <laughs> anything yeah. for you it's so cute but then there's like some of the family members like it's so hard um for some people like they got to see their family like at, like maybe like multiple times a week but like now they can't see them, like, at all, and it's, like, so hard, but they, like, see them from the window, and they're, like, waving, and they're, like, 
they look like they're gonna start crying and it's like so sad it's like oh hurts but like we're just trying to make them safe so like we can't let them go outside or let anyone come in it's hard for the people that don't necessarily understand what's going on right yeah exactly like um this one fellow he always asks he's like I need to go out and I need to like go find my family or I need to like go visit my family and I'm like okay like I, I can't let you out like I'm sorry there's like a virus going on right now it's a little scary but we're just trying to keep you safe um and he's like oh okay so like where do I go and I'm like okay you can go back up to this floor and yeah it is hard, hard and it's I mean the environment that they're in is you know, there's people there, but everybody is there because they need the extra care, right? And so it's easy yeah. for them. I've, I've had them voice this to me many times that it feels like a prison. They feel trapped. And that we're... Yeah, because there's... Go. Sorry, go. And that we're <laughs> imprisoning them there. And it's really... Uh, it's, it's not our fault at the end of the day. We are just trying to keep no. them safe. And like rules are rules. But it's it, like I said, it's hard for those people that don't necessarily understand what's going on. Yeah, and there's, like, some people, they, like, don't even leave their beds. But, like, there's some people who leave their beds and they get to go outside because they, like, go smoke or something. Um, but now that the weather's nice, they have a giant patio. Not patio, but, like, garden area right. where the residents can, like, go walk around and, uh, like, be outside more. So, like, now that it's getting nicer, they can do that. But they still can't really see their family. It's really sad. So... Work aside, what has been the hardest hurdle for you to overcome personally? I feel like just, like, wrapping my head around this whole situation. Honestly, like, I don't feel as affected as some people because a lot of people, like, they know people with the who, like, have got it or, like, maybe died or, like, they, like, don't have work. Like, I still have, like, a lot of my normal things. Like, I still go to work. I still see my friends because... Like, they work with me, so I see them at work. I don't go out and party, okay? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, like, see them at work. I still see, uh, like, my mom. Like, I still see you. I still see, like, um, people that I love and people who, like, I used to see on a regular basis. So it's not as different for me. So, like, I haven't really, like, wrapped my head around how many people have died or, like, how many people, like, this has really, like, affected I just hear my friends are like, I haven't been outside in like, like 23 days. And I'm like, just go take the walk. They're like, I can't, like, I don't want to like risk it. Like they, they're so scared. Like they don't go to work. They don't do anything. They just like stay inside. And I'm like, I don't even know, like, if I didn't have this job, like at the long-term care home, like, I think I would go crazy. Like, I'm just so used to having a busy life. So having a busy life now is very key to helping me like get through this and like, because it's like a shift in normality, like I'm trying to get as normal as possible. So like getting all these things done, doing like as much as I can in like one day, like I normally do, you know? So keeping the same kind of routine for you is obviously beneficial, but I mean, above all else, even if I guess in the beginning you didn't have this routine or even with the current routine, have you been learning anything about yourself along the way? Learning about myself. Um, I feel like I learned that uh, I do have, like, a really busy life. 
Um, but it's also really important to just like slow down. And that's like something that I don't do very often. I'm working so much. So I feel like I just learned that like, because everyone else around me is taking time for themselves, maybe I should be doing the same. Um, so like a lot of my friends, like, because they're home, they're like, yeah, I like, took a shower, I did a face mask, I like painted my toenails, like I did this and did that for myself. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I've done like any of those in the past two weeks. And like, maybe I should actually take some time for myself and not just go, 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 go all the time. But are you craving that? Are you craving like the chance to slow down? Or do you like what's going on right now in your life? Um. I feel like it depends, honestly, because I, I, I always like having a busy life. I always like having like lots to do and like time to fill. Um, but when I get really tired, I feel like I should be slowing down. And like, I feel like I'm like, ugh, I really just want to like go to bed or I just really want to like take a shower. or I just really want to like do a face mask. Um, yeah. So I guess finding ways to get that into your already busy life is something that you need to work on. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. I think, I think that would go a long way. I'm definitely the same. Um, normally when I have a routine, I, every time I think about slowing down or, you know, taking a little pause, it always feels like a stop. It always feels like I'm quitting. It always feels like I'm being lazy or unproductive. But in reality, you, you gotta be able to treat yourself. You deserve to treat yourself. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm productive. That's a really good word because anytime I feel like I'm just like sleeping in or just like laying in my bed, I feel like I'm being unproductive and feeling that I could just be doing something else, like cleaning my room, even though I cleaned it like yesterday, like I could like, I don't know, do something else that's not laying in my bed. But I know that inside that I should be just laying in bed because I do deserve that. Like you said. So if you were to leave the people listening with a piece of inspiration, a tip, kind of like a different perspective that you wanted to share with them, what would that look like? Honestly, I feel like just trust your mind and just trust how you're feeling because um, your mind knows and your gut knows exactly what's going to happen and what you need like if you're if your mind is telling you that you need to sleep you need to go to bed you can't just stay up and like do your assignment or something like they'll understand like email your professor and say you got like a little extension can you please like I just need some time and they'll be like yeah of course or like if you if your body feels like it needs like to go for a run or if it really needs like a green smoothie or like really needs pizza like do it like do what your mind is telling you because it's always right. Like you can't fight that. Like your mind knows you. It is you. I think that's something that I've noticed is that everyone in this time is really coming together. Communities, families, and everyone, they're coming together and it's really beautiful to see and they're being accommodating and understanding and that is what I look for in a healthy and productive society, right? A hundred percent. At the long-term care home, we just put together a, a resource package for all the staff. So they have, it has like nutrition information, exercises, like food banks if they need, like help support, like, um, like ther- not 
therapy, but like counseling, like if they need someone to talk to about this like whole situation. Yeah, it goes along. Yeah, way. it does. All right. So I'm going to catch you off guard here. We are going to do a mountain minute. Are you ready for this? Okay. This, 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 this is the, the mountain, mountain minute. minute. Three, two, one. Favorite movie? Uh, Perks Be a Wildflower. Favorite food? Pizza. Go to breakfast? Oatmeal. Favorite song? Oh, man. Anything by Post Malone. Favorite gym song? Oh, man. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. I can't even think of a song right now. Anything by Chainsmokers, honestly. Guilty Pleasure song? <laughs> Any One Direction song? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. Least favorite day of the week? Friday. Favorite color? Blue. What time do you usually go to bed? 10.30. What time do you usually wake up? Around 8. If you could make any animal your pet, what animal would you choose? Pig. If you could change the stigma around one thing in the world, what would it be? Mental illness. If you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? Blake Lively. If you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Reading people, mm, invisibility, actually. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Coffee or tea? Lately, it's been coffee. Rain or shine? Shine. Day or night? Day. Favorite number? Seven. Where do you want to travel? Europe. Fill in the blank. This podcast is? Amazing. Yes, and so are you. Thank you for sitting down with me. This is an amazing episode. You are loved. Thank you, Hope. Thank you, Jake. Bye. Bye. So that just about wraps up volume three of the Pandemic Profiles. In these times, it's so easy to lose yourself among all the chaos. And I'm totally speaking from experience here. But just know that we are in this together. And remember, you are never ever alone. Love always, Jake.